Welcome, everyone, to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today, we'll be discussing life lessons for children, controlling your appetite. This is a big one, Ben. This is a big one, Juan. <laughs> Juan just pointed out that we say this quite often. This is going to be a big one. It's like, at some point, aren't they all? Isn't that the goal? Well, this is going to be more like a small one because you really want to control your kids' appetites. Right. So so if you feed your kids too much, they'll throw up. So we're going to scale it back and just make it a small one today. Okay. It's a small (laughs) one. We're going to talk soft. Talk real soft. Chew chew a lot. A lot of chewing. (laughs) The appetite. Yeah, because yeah, well, you know, kids chew a lot when they're learning to chew, and they're just kind of like, do that thing. Oh. Did you ever notice that, kids? Your I, kids I like, that? yeah. It's You'll find fun. yourself watching your kids do things yeah. that you don't even think about anymore, and you're like, huh? They have to learn how to chew. Yeah, I never had that perspective. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> so, and then they have to learn how to eat. Yep. So it's like you know, so I was thinking about this and like raising boys, and how do you raise men? How do you raise kind, gentle, loving, respectful men, humble men? And it starts. I feel like there's age. a podcast. I think there's a podcast about like that. a whole episode yeah. dedicated to, you know, being kind, respectful, humble, gentle, kindness, that kind of stuff. Yeah. We yeah. should we should really find out who did a podcast. I think uh, that was the last podcast we just did. Oh, that's where I heard yeah. it from. OK, good deal. <laughs> Okay, I digress. Which, that was a big one, too. That was a big (laughs) one. (laughs) Um, So I really wanted to talk about this as far as like, uh, you know, just kind of looking into today's society, Ben, and then everybody, we live in the world of self-indulgence, where we kind of grown up in an environment to where if you want it, just go out there and get it, you know? And then I'm looking at my kids and I'm raising my kids and I'm like, man, how do I teach them to not just be be like that? And my son, whenever he's hungry, he does a tantrum because he thinks that's how you get food. But if I, I find myself, if I give into that tantrum, then I'm teaching my son, my son to, hey, if you cry and whine about it long enough, you're going to get it. So if I don't want him to be a whiny butt, or a meanie butt. What was the other butt that we said before? Mr. Meanie Butt. That's <laughs> some gentle truth. <laughs> Mr. Meanie Butt. <laughs> then it starts as a young kid by yeah. controlling their appetite, you know? And it goes into a lot of areas, especially a big one. This is a real big one. But <laughs> controlling your sexual desire for men, like your sexual appetite. If, it, if you're not taught as a kid how to control your appetite, then when you grow up as a, and become a man, you're not going to know how to control your sexual appetite. So you just become a horn dog. And you're chasing after tail, trying to get it because you're, you're hungry all the time for it. And that's, I don't think that's a good way to live. No, it's not. I really don't. It's not. It's not. It, it, it kind of reminds me, you know, just about that story. You're talking about that TV show from the 90s about the kid who's a virgin, which is, and then he found out, hey, I'm a virgin. And then the kids were making fun of him. But then it actually turned out to be a really good thing because then it was like, hey, girls like me because I've learned to control my appetite and I'm not a horn dog. So all these girls that are scared of you because they think that you're just going to have sex with them and rape them and abuse them. 
Is that how the story goes? You are. That is the. So in the show, the kid is in high school and his buddies come up to him. And this, I think this is common though. It was kind of a, a common thing. And, and they come up to him and they're like, oh yeah. And they're talking about all the girls they've been with. And he realizes, oh, I I haven't been with a girl sexually Mm -hmm. and on an intimate level. And he's all insecure and upset about it. And then they do the thing that happens and they pinpoint him and they're like, oh, you're, have you done it? And he's like, no, I haven't done it. It's like, and he's thinking, well, these are my friends. It's no big deal. Turns out they weren't his friends. It was Seventh Heaven. That was the show, by the way. Mm-hmm. And the little boy, you know, is all nervous and upset. And they're like, what? You've never been with the girl. And they're, you know, shaming him for it, for not being this hound dog and chasing tail. And then word gets around and he's thinking, well, no girl's ever going to want to be with me. How am I ever going to, how am I ever going to get a date again? I'm in high school, you know, dating in high school is pretty important to a lot of people. Yeah. And, and so he's all nervous and upset. And then girls start coming up to him like, Hey, I heard you're a virgin. Is that true? He's like, yeah. And he, you know, all the shame that like, I'm not being a man. And then they're like, I love that. You want to go out? You know, because they realize this guy's not a threat. Maybe there's substance to him. Maybe he wants, you know, me for me because he's showing that he has maintained that part of himself and it's not just base instinct reaction. Yeah. But he's trying to build his character first and then jump into his indulgences as a reward, as a result of the character he has built. Because, you know, I, I've talked to some women and, and you know, guys who have held their virginity up into their marriage. There's some women who cherish that. I mean, some guys are a little different. Maybe they're virgins for a reason. But some guys are like, <laughs> I just don't want to give it up. It's a gift. It's a gift I want to give my wife. Yeah. And I don't think there's anything wrong with saying this is something I really want to give to the right person. Yeah. At least you know, at least try to make it to that point because it says, okay, well, if I'm not constantly chasing tail and spending my time just trying to get some, maybe I'm focusing on other things that matter to me, you know, building integrity, honesty, hard work, things that really make you a man and, and, and not just, Oh, I was, I've been with so many girls. I can't count. It's yeah. like, that's, that's kind of a threat for some women. And that's a hard thing to overcome, especially and in, in then if you're if you're a person who's never really been taught how to deal with that, you know, it, it can be very, very tough. But even it starts even before that, because it starts when you're a young child. You know, I remember as a young kid working with my dad and like we'd be out there working, in the, you know, just doing hard work and you get hungry, you're thirsty. And it's like, but there's work that needs to be done. Yeah. And it's like he's like, so I'll like, be like, hey, dad, I'm hungry. And he would be like, well, we're going to eat when we're done. And it was, it's hard because you're feeling that pain, that hunger. And if you tie that back to like, you know, like that sexual drive that you, that hits you when, as a man, when you're like 13 and if, you know, now even younger and you're just like, if you don't know how to control that, then it's going to control you. Oh yeah. And then what you become, because you're given into the hunger is not going to be good. Same thing with the kid. If, you know, like in that scenario, if my dad would have been like, oh, you're hungry? Well, let's stop what we're doing and let me go feed you. 
then he would be teaching me to be a lazy slob. Right. Every time you got hungry, you need to go eat because eating is more important than your work. Then you, right. No, he's, he taught me. It's like, hey, we're doing a task right now. We're trying to accomplish this, ta- this task. I know you're hungry. You're going to be fed as soon as this task is done. Right. Same, same thing with character development. Hey, I know you're hungry. I know you want to sleep with that girl. But right now, the focus is developing your character. Right now is the focus is, if you're in high school, finishing your high school. Getting that done is not about dating. It's not about you know going out with the prettiest girl and being able to sleep with her so you can brag to your friends. It's about accomplishing the task that you have at, at hand. And then there's going to come a time, if you develop that, where you're going to get that pretty girl. You're going to get that reward. And you're gonna and, and it's not just gonna be a notch in your belt, but it's gonna be that victory of like, man, I've developed a good, healthy life. Cause then it's like, man, I remember having that experience. You got we got the job done. And then at the end of the day, the job was done and then we ate. Didn't the food it, taste so good? Oh, dude, the food tastes so much better knowing that the job is done and you can just enjoy the meal. Oh. Have you ever have you ever done a task like that? Where you know you're, you're you're working really really hard, you know, and and you give into the hunger, like you know you're you're oh, like oh man I I just gotta eat something, but then you go out and have a big old meal, and then but then after the meal, you're so tired from the meal that you can't go back to the work. And you're just like kind of dragging your feet. Yeah. And you're like oh I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And then so then what happens to the test you were doing? It gets it gets you know it gets forgotten about. You know, you have to restart, you have to rebuild. Yeah. And it just, and it's the momentum is gone. The momentum is gone. You right. Know? You know, and it's sad to say, though, unfortunately, with virginity, once it's gone, it's gone. Can't get it back. You know, it, it's it's a one time thing. <laughs> Unless you're my dad. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this. He said, I don't. So him and my mom split when I was 12. I was like 22 and I had been dating, uh, uh, been dating Krista, you know, and she became my wife and we were talking, I don't even know. We were talking about how, like I was really, I had proposed to her. I, I guess I was 23. I'm sorry. Cause I had proposed to her right after I turned 23 and we were just driving in his truck somewhere and I said something to him about getting married. And he's like, oh, yeah, bet you're excited about that wedding night. He's like, you know what? <laughs> he said, it's been so long since I've been with anybody. I think I requalify as a virgin. <laughs> he's like, is that how it works? <laughs> you requalify? <laughs> He's like, I mean, there's got to be a qualifier at some point. You've had it. You've not had it. He's like, you talking about a dry spell? He's like, I'm the Sahara Desert right now. I'm like, thanks, Dad. I really appreciate that information about you. That's Anyways, funny. you were saying something insightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's funny. 
That is I funny. feel like there's some people out there who also agree with that statement. I've requalified <laughs> for virginity. I mean, there may be, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a scientist or a doctor. I don't know. I forget what I was saying. It must have been good. It was probably amazing and we probably solved a bunch of people's problems. Yeah, we probably did. We probably did. You're welcome, world. You're welcome. Yeah. How about how about okay. I think we were on the place to where you getting the task done, building your character, you know, food tastes better when you've, when you've completed that task, mm-hmm. when you've built your character, you've, you've really, you know, done something and, and it, it's, it's a reward, you know, and, and a lot of this thing of, you know, controlling your appetite, you know, we're, we're, we're using, uh, sexual relations as an imagery or an example, but I mean, it plays into addictions. You know, a glass of wine is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. People love it. But at the same time, too much of it and you're drunk, you know, uh, uh, an ice cream is delicious. Everyone loves ice cream, but you eat it every day and too much of it. You're sick, you're fat, you're miserable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it, controlling that appetite of your child and, and it's a growing process right when you're a kid they just they just want to eat yeah and, and really it, it yeah you need to let them eat but i found with my five-year-old he could eat all day oh, i yeah. did not know a human being could eat as much as he did Dude, and I then had, my wife pointed out that i eat as much as he did my son <laughs> but my son he's 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 two years old we went to uh, we went to my parents uh a couple months ago and they made you know they made this big old cookout that kid ate as much as a grown adult <laughs> he just put it down oh the hilarious thing i i did not do a good a good job that night of controlling his appetite and i paid for it on the drive back home he blew up his diaper yeah they also poop as much as a grown adult yes <laughs> yes there's a beginning and an end to that yes. statement. he was definitely mr poopy pants that mr night. poopy pants not senior poopy pants because but mr with capital m it was massive. He that that was, was the foreshadowing of him becoming a man. It was yeah. It was it was a man's. It was a man's uh, droppings. You needed adult diapers on him that day. Oh yeah. I was like, wear some depends when you need them. <laughs> That's gross. But you know, it, just in kind of closing this out, as far as like I know, this is this is going to be a little bit more lighthearted topic, but with some uh, um, some heavy truths in it. But, you know, it really is. It does start with that, Ben, as far as like if we don't take the time to control our kids appetite when they're little, how do we expect them to be able to control their own appetite when they're older? You know, they've got to see something that inspires them to make them want to control their appetite or to exercise or to get that job or be that husband, father person that you hope they would be and see them as. When they're first born, because when you look into the eyes, well, I didn't get to look into the eyes of my kids because they were closed because, you know, they're a baby. But mm. when you're looking down at that kid, you're thinking, I, you literally can go anywhere in the world at this stage. Like you see infinite, just there's, there's nothing this kid can't do. They're perfect. It's yeah. like the most beautiful thing ever. And then as they grow up. As we grow up, you know, where do we go? Who do we become? Have we met the expectations our parents had for us when they were holding us fresh and new? Mm-hmm. 
or have we let them down? Yeah. You know, how and, and then looking down at my kids, it's like they're still young, but you know, I had to accept if I didn't do a good job helping them the best I could, you know, there's a chance that maybe I'm the reason that in 20 years they're making all these bad choices and out of control. Oh yeah. Like I have to accept that truth that right now's the time to input and give of myself so that they can step up and and learn how to give of themselves yeah. and have that control. Yeah, kids are that revelation of that gentle truth of yourself and it it points out am I actually controlling my appetites so that I can teach my son to control his appetites. Ooh. Yeah. All right guys, with that being said, we want to thank you for listening to a Mexican and a redneck follow the world. We love you and we're proud of you. I'm a Mexican and a redneck follow the world.